celebrating 15 years of this beloved foolery. You know the difference between Jeff and Jeremy and a U.S. savings bond? One of them eventually matures and earns money. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. Good morning. I saw last night, yesterday afternoon, maybe after the show, John Stamos had posted a video that uh, it was the last message he'd received from Taylor Hawkins. You know John Stamos is a drummer for the Beach Boys, right? No. Yes. He's been a beach he's been the drummer for the Beach Boys forever. I mean, I think since not maybe for, the nineties. No, well no, the nineties, <laughs> since the nineties. John Stamos, yes, he's he's he. Uh, and you know, I don't know if he's always the drummer with the Beach Boys, but he's been predominantly the drummer with the Beach Boys since like the nineties. Check it out, look it up. I was, uh, yeah. I sent my parents to a Beach Boys concert down over at the Pack, and um, and I'm pretty sure they didn't make any mention of John Stamos being there, being the drummer. But they, they probably may not have known. You yeah, know? do they even know who John Stamos know. is? Your parents are ancient, man. They, did, they probably never even watched uh, Saved by the Bell. Or, no, what was it's he a on? possibility that, that uh, he was on Full House. Full House, yeah. He was on oh, Uncle oh, Jesse on Full terrible, House. Terrible show. But yeah, but yeah. And plus, he's the drummer from the for the Beach Boys. I don't know. This sounds like is this like an April Fool's Day joke? <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to make me look look this up? Well, there it goes. You brought up April Fools. Now we can't fool anybody today. <laughs> Uh, no, no, I'm not. I'm not kidding about that. He he, he plays with the band <laughs> yeah, quite often. Yeah, he's so. the drummer for the Beach Boys. Sure, go yeah. ahead, look it uh, up. Yeah, here's here. I don't know. Here's is this a video that I could play for you? Rolling Stone magazine has got a deal here where he was out there. Do they, they did a story on him? Uh, yeah, it's a real deal. Look it up. No April Fool's joke there. But anyways, uh, Taylor Hawkins. Uh, maybe John Stamos could be the next drummer for the Foo Fighters. This is where I was going with that. But here's <laughs> here's what he said about Taylor. My name is Taylor Hawkins. Play drums in the Foo Fighters. Stamos is a good buddy of mine. He's a good guy. I really like him a lot. He's he's a great drummer. But I'm a little upset with him, actually. I got to be honest with you, because I was supposed to do that Geico commercial. You know, that the Geico commercial where he flips the stick? Originally, that was mine. But they decided to go with Stamos because he's better looking. But I'm the best stick flipper around. Sorry, Stamos. It goes me, Tommy <laughs> Lee, Stamos. <laughs> I'm not really sure why he sent that, but he literally sent that right before he died. Uh, maybe not like minutes, hours, but within the, the day or two before he died, uh, he sent that to Stamos, just giving him a hard time, like friends do. You know, we talk s to you know, we talk crap to each other, and so I think you know what I was thinking. That is probably the coolest text message that anybody probably received from Taylor Hawkins uh, in the in the days before he passed. Because I would think that's that's the one I would. That is pretty cool. I would want to have on my phone and keep forever is uh, him talking trash about me. <laughs> so Uncle Jesse, Uncle Jesse played the guitar in uh, in Full House, but it's um, it's the drums that was really what he was good at, huh? Yeah, they just couldn't. It's that that's not as. But that I'm sure the producers of Full House were like, "Well, you got to play the guitar if you're going to be like a sex symbol. We got to make you a sex symbol." Can't be a sex symbol if you play the drums. Why? What's, I don't understand. I always thought the drums was pretty cool. No, it is cool. I mean, listen, if there was a any 
part of a band that I wanted, uh, I would want to be a part of. I mean, the, that I, I would want to play. It would be the drums first. Ah, uh, here we go. Then, 1985 then is singer. when uh, when Stamos started playing with the Beach Boys, uh, no. and he's in the video Kokomo. Okay, April Fools. It's not an April Fools. <laughs> Look it up. John Stamos has been playing the drums for the Beach Boys not, since nineteen eighty eighty five. He started like playing he with them back in eighty five, but it's not like he's always the drummer, but he does play with them quite a bit. That is so bizarre. Wow, you learn <laughs> something new on this program on a regular basis. Spending four hours in a box together every day can make you say crazy things. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. So there's a new study. There's a new pill. It's out of the University of Minnesota. It says 99% effective birth control pill that men take. Uh, you uh, you're, you were considering having one of these vasectomies, right? Uh, we got to get somebody on the phone that's had one because I'm curious if... I chickened if, out. At the end of the day, would you rather take a pill every day or get this snip, snip, whatever, cauterize, burn, burn, because I heard they cauterize you. Or in Michael Scott's case, case it was uh, snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, snap, Yeah, snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, snap. <laughs> How much of a toll that takes out of body? Uh, so anyways, uh, I've got a couple of guys. Uh, I was thinking about our buddy Matt, and I was thinking about our buddy Steve, and I think both of them might have had them, but I'm not sure. So we'll try to get one of them on the line. This thing is supposed to be uh, ready to go by the end of the year. So by 2023, you could be taking a pill and not having to worry about wrapping it up or whatever it is that you do. Hey, buddy. Hey, I got a question. I got Jeff okay. on the line here. We were sitting here talking about vasectomies. Have you had one of those? No, no, I have not. I'm, oh. I'm, no, no. Okay. Which I mean, I, I, yeah, I'm just trying to catch up with, uh, with the whole number of kids thing, I think. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Go I got I, I got Matt Cross on the other line. He's he's had one. <laughs> so I gotta go. I gotta let you go. Are you, are you serious? Yeah, I, right. I'm dead serious. I, I'm trying to find somebody who's had a vasectomy so we could ask him some questions about it. Are you getting one? No, no, I'm not. Jeff and I saw this story about uh, male contraceptive pill. It's 99 percent effective. Oh. Oh yeah. So that's okay. gotta piss you off if you got a vest. But it could give you ball cancer. Yeah, I don't know. Right? <laughs> I mean it could give you it could give you bad stuff. So thank you, Steve. Now you tell me. All right, bye. bye. Uh, let's see if Matt will answer now. I called him earlier and he wouldn't answer. Let's see if he answers now. Big sponsor of the Broad Street Public House Pirates. Hey, how you doing, Matt? Good, buddy. Hey, I got a soccer team that needs a sponsorship. Are you available? <laughs> hey my dog's selling uh dog scout cookies no i'm just kidding i'm not hitting you up for hey money. are you i have a question for you are you going to be at the bar today uh no i'm not going to be there today uh okay. are you going to, Why, I, have you a, to go? I have a no a you have a jersey you have a jersey and what's just just a, like a active shirt whatever you know those those oh uh, yeah stretchy under armor type shirts and um and a uh hat for you oh cool still working still working on the picture i, I it's it's a pain in the ass sorry yeah, no, i apologize no no so worries, the reason no i was trying to get hold of you this morning was because we saw this uh study out of the university of minnesota they developed a male contraceptive pill that's apparently 99 percent effective in preventing pregnancy and so i was trying I was trying to think, well, who do I know that's mm. had a vasectomy? And you were the first one. I think we've had this conversation before. <laughs> what do they tell you when you have a vasectomy? 
Uh, do they tell you that it's 99? Is it 100? It's got to be 100, right? It's 100. Was, because it, is it, is, Can it be? I was just so nervous that they, what they were going to do. I wasn't really hearing any words that they were saying to me. Right. Jeff, I, you looked I, into I, this, though. Cut into your yeah, I was, I was all like, set ah. to go, and I chickened out. I, oh, you I did? Chickened out you did the, yeah, you did like, the, the, no. the Ray Romano, and no. you checked into out? Not, not quite not quite ready for this. A year after my vasectomy, my wife had to have a full hysterectomy, so it was totally unneeded. Oh, oh my so gosh. Was, yeah. yeah, that's... <laughs> Well, that's what I was thinking with with this with this news. Now, if this this, this contraceptive comes out and it's just what is it a pill, Jeremy? Yeah, it's a pill. It's like a birth you, control you, pill. Yeah, you take a pill like a pill like every day. It's so it's ninety nine percent effective. All those people that got vasectomies are like, well, what did I go through that for when I could have just taken a pill? But yeah, it wasn't bad I, though. It was it was like an automatic three days off. So yeah, you know, I had a friend, another friend that got it. And uh, he he goes into the room, and uh, the nurse is there, and she's like, "The doctor will be right in." She goes, "By the way, we have some students here who's done at a hospital, um, <laughs> you know, some some uh, some whatever, some wannabe doctors. I don't know. Would you mind if they, you know, were in on the procedure?" And he was like, "Well, yeah, I guess that's okay." Yeah. It was a big room. He oh. thought they would be over there observing. No, they were right <laughs> up in his junk. In the mix. <laughs> the doctor's moving stuff around and he's like how's that are you okay is that comfortable and he's like not oh really God. man this whole thing sucks now and he's like I yeah i got these young college girls he's like a middle-aged guy and he's yeah. got his junk hanging out and <laughs> he's just like i think oh as a rule God, of thumb anything they d- that you get done in life like i don't care if it's like something coming over to clean your deck or whatever if they say hey we've got somebody that's training do you mind if they uh jump and you say yes i do mind yeah, yeah well, I, they were just I gonna watch 100%. they weren't gonna do anything i want, but the, full watch, pro- but. <laughs> I want the full Still. professional treatment i don't want somebody taking stabs at this <laughs> No one any distractions going on, okay? People are going to be asking questions while this is getting done. All right, so let's just do the Reader's Digest version here of what happens, all right? So uh, how many office visits did you have to go to from the beginning to the end? I mean, if somebody... Oh, just the one. Well, you must have had a mm-hmm. conversation. Really? You didn't, like... I even have a pre-colonoscopy visit before, I, you know, they scope me. So no, They stuck me in a room, and I watched the video in another room, and then they're like, okay, are you done with the video? Yep, okay, step into this next room. And take your pants off. Whoa. And get up on this table. See, now, if my process would have been the same in that the, in that respect, I probably would have gone through with it. But mine was like, okay, watch this video. And then, okay, we'll, we got you on the schedule for a month and later or something like that. And then that's when I those days mounted up. And I was, was like, yeah, wait, what was on this I'm video? I'm going to call them and. What are you? A, are you watching? The video wasn't the bad. Procedure? The, video, the video wasn't bad. It was like it was like from the eighties. It was like a oh, crap. Yeah, mine was crap. at least maybe seventies. Like you can see yeah. the guy's ball through through his running shorts he had on. So yeah, oh, yeah. I don't want to watch was, some other was, guy get this done. Yeah, it was. No, it was not like a bad video. Yeah, I just I just had second thoughts. I just uh, plus it didn't jive with my vacation schedule, so I was like, no. I'm not <laughs> What'd your I'm wife not say? Did it. she look at you disappointed? Like you're not the man she thought you were anymore? Like you weren't as tough? Like, <laughs> well, girls no, have it so much you, worse than we do. Oh sure, yes, one hundred percent. So many worse things. Oh, yeah. yeah, of course. Like yeah. monthly, but that's not <laughs> my fault. So it's not my fault that I'm a man True, and they're a woman. Your, I mean, come on, fault. I didn't do it to you. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, she didn't care. Okay, she didn't care. I I think eventually I'll I'll do it. The thing with the contraception is like I'm not excited about the contraception because it's 99. percent 
Like the ninety nine percent means there's a one percent chance. Yeah, I don't like one percent chances. At our age, we want a million percent chance that we're knocking out a baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I understand all of that. And, you know, you could always do what Matt did and have his wife get a hysterectomy, and then you don't have to worry about it. Well, I forced, I forced her to under a gun. Yeah. So, you know. That's yeah. what I told my wife. I said, I ain't doing that. You go get your stuff cleaned out. Saudi Arabian Matt. <laughs> I know you didn't. I know, I, know, I know that nobody does that unless they have to do it. Um, and my wife had it done as well because of precancerous type stuff. So uh, yeah, really exactly. happy that she made that decision because that was not fun for her. That's a really big procedure. That's not, even yeah, though she needed to go home the same day, but still, that's a full-on surgery. Hey, yeah. I have a question for you, a different topic altogether. With okay. this whole with this whole uh, entertainer of the year, because like, we, we made fun of it while the pandemic was going on. And we figured, okay, well, they'll eventually come back to uh, Entertainer of the Year for the New Times. They didn't right. go back to it again this year. So no, does or that mean? So, okay, do you anticipate now that things are uh, more normal and pretty much close to normal as, as they were before the pandemic? Do you oh, yeah. anticipate, like, bands getting out there, all these people getting out there, and then them bringing back the award next year? Or have they just abolished it altogether? I don't know. I, I sent them a message, and they're like, oh, we'll take it into consideration. I'm like, you have, like, best dental waiting room, but you don't have, like, best <laughs> musician and entertainer. Like, like it's, I, way, I was looking at some of the stuff. You know, I was like, well, are you kidding me right now? But, I mean, I hope, I mean, if they leave it, if they leave it gone, I'll, I'm just retiring as entertainer of all time. No, that's I think that's awesome. That's, like, the best thing that can happen <laughs> for you. I but, mean, yeah, but it, it, if it comes back next year, I don't know if I'm still – uh, although because it's getting back to normal, I've, I've, I've been playing like three to five times a week for the, like the last Ooh. month and a half. So, wow. it's been picking up. Yeah, where are you playing this weekend? Where are you playing this uh, weekend? This weekend, Friday night, I'm in uh, Antigua Brewing uh, Grand Opening. Uh, Saturday, at Creaky Tiki, and then Sunday, I forget where I'm playing on Sunday. Oh, I'm playing Slow Brew on Sunday. Look at that! All, at all around yeah. slow. All right, man. Yeah. Well, uh, good for have you. fun. It's good yeah. to see you back you out there. Are you playing out of the van? <laughs> I'm doing van on uh, Lincoln Deli on Friday for lunch. See? Jam, there jam you go. From the van. Is, that, is that next Friday? No, it's, uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I'll do, I'll do it today, too. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, what, okay. you just pull up the van and then you're like, hey, I'm here. Do they pay you? Yeah. Uh, huh? well, I know the owner, Mike, so I was just like, I got nothing else going on on Fridays at lunch, so I'm like, how can I try and busk a little bit for money? And uh, yeah. so I just I did it one day with him, and he's like, gave me a free sandwich and a beer, and I made like a hundred bucks in tips. So I'm like, dude, I'll just come and do it. Oh, yeah. go get yourself a sandwich down, so. today, and then listen to Matt play the music. And they nice. got a, they got a good selection of beers there too. What's that His Dutch van? You ever had that Dutch crunch bread there? Oh, the every time. Oh, every time. Gosh, so good. They do like this uh, Thanksgiving leftover turkey cranberry. It's amazing. I mean, I don't know if that's a seasonal thing or not, but I've had it. It's pretty good. Oh, I'll look today. Yeah, Dutch. Crunch. Whenever Dutch crunch bread is an option, it should be the only option. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Like, before I'm, I'm gonna... before I let him go, the the last the, what I really wanted to ask you was now that you know about this pill and you've had the procedure done, would you recommend people still have the procedure or take that one percent chance with the pill? <sighs> I mean, I think I would go to the procedure because I don't want to have to remember to take a pill every day. Because if I forget that you're yeah. on vacation or something, and you forget you have a couple, you know, margaritas by the pool. You forget the pill the next morning, and then you got baby number three. You know. Mm -hmm. Okay, and that's that's a very good point on that one, Matt. Because um, 
99% chance is if you remember to take the pill every day. Those chances go down quite a bit if you don't. All right, Matt. Exactly. Have a great day. All right, guys. Uh, get out and see him at Lincoln Deli today. Where are you at tomorrow, Creaky Tiki? Creaky Tiki and Sunday at Slow Brew. All right. There goes uh, and Matt Antigua Cross. tonight. He Grand is opening. the entertainer of a lifetime. That's right. Tonight. Nobody else could win the award, so they just they just removed it. <laughs> Shut it down. Shut it down. Careful. You don't want to learn from this. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. Dumbass of the day now brought to you by California Diesel and RV. If you don't know, they're in Oceano. They work on RVs. They work on trucks. They'll maintain your fleet vehicles if you have them. Uh, get, stop by and see them. They're at 1189 Pike Lane in Oceano. Or you can follow the links, kzoz.com. How pathetic can some people be? So I was at one of these meetings last May, and the woman who organized the meeting was like, All right, everybody, let's do an icebreaker. Why don't we go around the room and why don't you say your name and where you work and... Oh, why don't you tell us if you played any April Fool's pranks this year? <laughs> now I'm second in line. Woman in front of me drops this number on me. She says, oh, on April Fool's? I was just calling people and begging them to play pranks on me because April Fool's meant so much to me and my dad, and he passed away this last year, and I just thought about it. I was looking at the organizer of the meeting going, what the f***? <laughs> that should be pretty safe, right? Did you play any April Fool's pranks this year? That shouldn't conjure up any daddy death issues, alright? <laughs> and I'm a comedian, which means my brain is a douchebag. <laughs> so when it was my turn, I was like, oh, April Fool's, it was great. I played all these pranks with my dad. <laughs> <laughs> KZOZ. Oh, God, that's too funny. <laughs> um, I, I really, my faith in society is at an all-time low. I just think we have, we try have Try not to go there. Bonk. Just try to have faith. I, I know that, you know, when you watch the news and social media, and it just... It does feel that way, and I feel you, dude. I, but that's I, all framing. That's all framing. Yeah. And I understand but, you being know, a uh, you know a student of media. Get that out there and framing some, comes yeah. in. To, but this is this is just people being dumb. This happened in Converse, Texas. They got a call about uh, the discovery of skeleton remains near a road, and. Um, when the police arrived, they found it was like a skeleton that you buy at like the Halloween store oh, that was just laying there, okay. all intact, one hundred percent. And it's like, how could you not assess that and and see that? Okay, that's not a real skeleton. Like obviously, that's not a. It's a plastic 
skeleton. Yeah, I, sure. I, yeah. I, I put a picture up on our Facebook yeah. page. Maybe people were driving by and just, you know, just to be sure, let's have them check it out. They're probably just did sitting there the picture? eating a donut anyways. Okay, <laughs> did you see the picture over on the Facebook page? No, I'm going there right now as we look speak. Look at it. I closed Facebook look at earlier. It. And, and tell me that, like, and you're just looking at a picture of it. You don't even get the opportunity to go up close and take a look at it. You look at that skeleton, you're going to tell me that that is the, that is the real deal? I don't know, man. That looks kind of real. Are you serious, Jeremy? Now you're pissing me off. Well, if you're driving by and you see that there, no. I don't know. That, what would question me about it is how intact it is. Because if it was real skeletal remains, they would be scattered all over the place. Right. That is so one. That would that be the first flag that would come up. And then I'd probably walk over to it and go. One common sense oh, okay. conclusion. This is probably not real. The screws in the back of the skeleton's spine is another one. It's like, okay, that's what they're using to hold together the, the skeleton. I don't know if they do it anymore, but I remember in junior high and high school, we always had a skeleton in like some of our science classes, the health science classes, and they would point to different look- things, and I would think, oh, that's probably from a school. This is plasticky, plastic as plastic can be. The uh, Converse, Texas Police Department said... Uh, they put a post up on Facebook. They said, upon arrival, uh, we found that it was a plastic prop skeleton discarded in a field. Um, the remains were removed and given a proper burial. Let's all work together to discard our trash properly to keep Converse clean and keep us, I'm adding this last part, keep us actually fighting crime and, and, and contending to issues we should be because this is a huge waste of time. And the person that called it in was either trying to play a prank on the Converse Police Department or they are idiots. Are an idiot. <laughs> I don't know which one. But either one is bad because you don't you don't play a prank on the police department because they could be out there actually solving crimes and, and you know catching murderers or whatever. Busting drunk drivers. This is just pathetic like how would you see that how would you see that jeremy and say well say oh man i better i better call the police that looks like there's some there's some uh well i didn't say that i said i'd walk over to it i I would totally walk over to it because the first thing that would be suspicious to me is how it's still fully intact and it's like wow i can't believe some serial killer like let somebody like decay and then they just laid their bones right here yeah and um, remarkably, they've never been noticed before. And, oh, wow, hold on a second. The ribs seem to be plastic. <laughs> yeah. Boy, this is the lightest skeleton I've ever... <laughs> so the time waster in Texas... That so what happens to the person that called it in? Do we, you know, I'm sure they have their number, right? I mean, you go no, get that person? Play dumb. Oh, they can always play dumb. They can always play dumb. They'd be like, oh, I thought right it was a skeleton. Thing. I thought it was a skeleton. Sorry. What a waste of time. Idiots. They should have wrote on the back of the skull, April Fool's bitch. (laughs) Yeah, the police department's not going to put that part of the picture in the post. (laughs) They're going to save some face. They're getting defunded left and right. Come on. (laughs) Congratulations to the pranker or the idiot. You are Jeff and Jeremy's. Dumbass of the day. It's Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ.
Yeah. Even though we're not doing anything from a traditional April Fool's Day standpoint, do you plan on doing it to people no. that you uh, uh, live with, loved ones? I'm 46 like years old. I have more gray hair than most 60-year-old men. No. Are you going to be on guard today? No. I work from home. <laughs> Who's going to punk me, George? <laughs> He's looked up. Who knows? He might. There might be something. Uh, you know, I was like getting out of bed this morning thinking he might have, uh, you know, done something on the floor right before I got out of bed. Would that have been an April Fool's joke? <laughs> you missed out on your opportunity. It's the only day of the year. I wouldn't have got mad nothing, at you. Nothing makes me, that makes my wife more mad than when the dogs throw up in the house and especially when they do it in the car, on the carpet. So I gotta get some, uh, I gotta get some kind of fake throw up, uh, situation going on today for her. For the, yeah, uh, you know what would be funny is thing. if uh, we had this conversation yesterday, and then you could have poured some water right on the carpet where she gets out a bit, oh, stepped in it. Damn, damn. Yeah, because she, she gets up early. Was pee. I want to do that the to my wife. Is- Can we do that tomorrow? <laughs> Well, you know, we missed the opportunity, so you know, I figured it's Saturday. What the hell? So, okay, if you would have told me this yesterday, I would have thought about it for a split second, but then thought that um, I enjoy my early morning sleep, and she gets up so much earlier than I do that I'm just like, I'm like, I, I, I would have thought about it, but then I'd have to get up and deal with the exactly. She'd be yelling from and swearing it. and so, oh, like, profanity uh, laced tirades. Uh, while it would have been a great, it would have been a great. April Fool's Day joke. It would have ended up. I I would have ended up having more damage from it as a result. We're asking you a poll question today. This is Surfnet Communications poll question um, over at KZOZ.com. They have 15 years of experience, and their team super focused on getting you connected, Jeremy, to rural areas. And you're in one of those better than DSL or satellite. It's uh, it makes Surfnet USA the leader in rural broadband internet. Find them online at surfnetusa.com. We're asking you, how many April Fool's jokes do you plan on playing today? Just three options. None, because it's just mean. One or two, or as many as I possibly can. I did um, switch the kids' underwear, so we'll see when they come home from school today <laughs> if they picked up on it. What? But your daughter's eight. And she has girl underwear. I gotta imagine yeah. it's very different than her than your son's. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure my son picked up on it quickly because he he enjoys the underwear he wears. Because he wait, that's how all do he you runs do with. you lay their clothes out for them or something? Like how do you switch? Yes. It? Uh, yeah. Okay. After they go to sleep, you switch it. <laughs> you just, you... <laughs> See, kids are fun. Kids are fun to play breaks because you can do it. You know, you can easily. My you know, son pull is not. Kid. He takes it. He takes it serious. Like he takes it as a slight to him. He's like, he's like, he's like, like you well, disrespected t- him. You disrespect yeah, I me. Am, I am never talking to you again. Like, <laughs> I'm like, settle down, man. It's a joke. Like, you're going to have to learn these things that, you know, like sometimes jokes are okay to play. It makes, it puts smiles on people's faces. You've done a really no. good job today because you convinced me now. I remember I said when we started this, no, I'm not doing any. But now mm-hmm. I'm starting to think, well... You've got to do something. i got to do something. i got to do, I gotta do something. something to my wife today. She's the only person I see outside of you, and I can't do anything to you because you're there and she, you're, she's here. So I got to, mm-hmm. you know, she's... Uh, it's Friday. Come I on, remember that one time deal. we put salt in your coffee. That was great. You were going to have you take a coffee taste test. and she <laughs> Just drank a big, big old gulp of 
Pacific Ocean water. God, I was so disappointed in myself. And I knew at the time when I did it that like I, my face expression had already ruined it for me because I was like, oh, just play it off like it's nothing. Like there's nothing in there, but it was already because you must have put live on air. you must have put a half a cup of salt on it. I mean, it was so disgusting. Subscribe to the Jeff and Jeremy podcast now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and YouTube. It's your Central Coast commute friendly podcast.